Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow The Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I don't know, I mean, would you ever do that? I never do that. Never. We don't roll like that, yo. I mean, what, what, what do you need to do that for? I, I mean, never, ever, ever even considered looking shit up, yo. I mean, just in general... It's just not something I do. It's not something I do. Ain't no fact checking. We do that. Ain't no fact checking. Oh yeah, we always go raw dog without that. Ain't no fact checking. I just want to know where you're loafing. Where the loaf at? Ain't no ah, check it. All right, this is the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from the gloom. Tomb Studio. The Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast is the only non-fact-checking, non-alternate fact-checking podcast in the world. My name is Michael Rapaport. That's my patent sniff. Some call me the Gringo Mandingo. Some call me White Mike. Some people still call me Bird. A few people still call me uh, Mr. White Folks. I'm in here with my partner, the 2015-2016 podcast co-host of the year. The name is G. Moody. Uh, if you do the math, you'll figure out that that rhymes with duty. Uh, um, 
the reigning 2015-2016 back-to-back podcast co-host of the year. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. As I said before, we don't fact-check, we don't alternate fact-check, and we don't give any alternate fucks. Um, This is going to be a fucking great episode because there's so much going on in the world. Um, First things first, Mr. Moody. Yeah. Mr. Co-host Radamus. Mr. Uh-huh. Mr. Uh, Mr. You predict the future. You're you're yes, the first. It- yeah. You, why don't you take the floor? I think you know where this is going. Okay. Well, I predicted the Steelers would beat the Patriots, and that didn't happen. Which was un- it's unusual for me based on my uh, stellar record of predictions. So that didn't pan out. But I have a, probably an excuse. Okay. Uh, uh, the night before the game, in the middle of the night. Someone pulled the fire alarm at the Pittsburgh Steelers hotel. I wonder who was behind this. Well, I, I understand. And first of all, I, I, when you're right with your predictions, and we, we know the history, we know the track record. I'm the yes. first one to celebrate it. Uh, I, I'm your biggest fan. Uh, but when you're wrong, huh, I'm, uh, wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm on the sidelines. I'm throwing eggs at you, you fuck. Now, <laughs> the Patriots... Dominated the Steelers, hands down. Yeah. But have you ever played a conference championship game with no sleep? Now, it is a fact that the actual Steelers didn't have to evacuate the hotel. But as I told you guys uh, a few months back while I was in Philadelphia at the Democratic National Convention, while it was going on, a fire alarm was pulled. It's frightening. It's not something you just shake off and go back to sleep after. Now, if they yeah. didn't make the, the, the Steelers evacuate the hotel room, trust me, they slept the rest of the night in sheer panic. Okay? That, that's for sure. That, that's that what being I'm said, That being said, there's no excuse. The Steelers lost. The Patriots were a better team on Sunday. They beat them. I predict that the Steelers, uh, uh, the, sorry, that the Patriots are going to beat Atlanta, although Atlanta's very good right now. But... I suspect that Bill Belichick had had a couple of glasses of whiskey. He was roaming around the hotel in a pair yeah. of tidy whities and he himself, he himself pulled that fucking fire alarm. Yeah. He had a fucking wig on. He had Groucho Marx fucking wig running around their facility. He's known, he has a history of doing this. So this is, isn't out of the imagination. No, and, and Belichick, you would have won the game anyway. Okay, you would have won the game anyway. Why, why you got to pull the fire alarm? Word. You, you had the better team. You, 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 the, 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 the fucking Patriots, man. Hey, listen, we could sit here and bash them and talk shit all we want. They're incredible, man. And they just, they come up with the unexpected at the unexpected times. They just yeah. do the little flea flickers. They, Tom Brady did a, a quarterback sneak. Where he like right before they snapped the ball, he like looked off like he was calling an audible. I don't know if you caught it. I was like, this guy is on some shit, man. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 top five. He's not number one. He's top five. Uh well, he might be number one. But yeah, but nonetheless. Well, cheating. Yeah, that's true. Nonetheless, the, the the Steelers lost, the Patriots won. <laughs> you like how I say that I put the Steelers lost, the Patriots won. <laughs> the Patriots won. They're on their way to their seventh Super Bowl. They're four and two. As you know, the two losses came against the New York Giants. Yeah. Yeah. All that dumb shit you do, that 19 and 0. You meet up against the Giants 
It's a wrap. The Atlanta Falcons are hot. They're playing well. Matty Ice, uh, my man Julio Jones. Yeah, I like Julio. Devontae, they got a, they got a tough defense. Taylor Gabriel and them, they got a, a fast-moving offense. They, they, they really controlled Aaron Rodgers and the pack, Packers. And now we have two weeks of media hype uh, yes. uh, to prepare for the Super Bowl. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. I'm thinking about having a Super Bowl party. Have you thought about where you're going to watch a Super Bowl, Mr. Moody? No, I haven't thought yet, man. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm still deciding. Um, nonetheless, you were wrong in your prediction. Yeah, for, for yeah, once. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No. You were wrong in your fucking prediction. Nah, I got the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, you're fucking wrong in your prediction, man. <laughs> Why don't you yeah. just say, yeah, I was wrong in my fucking prediction, yeah. and I really don't have a crystal ball. So just no. say that to the people, man. Um, I was wrong, but I guarantee you I got the Super Bowl. Okay, what is it? Atlanta Falcons. Ooh, bold pick. Atlanta Falcons. Everybody's going with, they think these these, these guys are going to run over these guys. No, nah, they're Everybody's not going to run over them. I just think watch. they're... It's, I mean, it's their it, year. It's Falcons' year. Okay, watch. Okay, okay. That's your prediction. Ooh. See, I don't, I don't, te- I don't teeter totter. I'm not one of these uh, analytical guys. I know who's going to win, and I tell you flat out. You just said you knew that the Steelers were going to win last week. They didn't win. What are you What's talking cor- about? What, what, what is my correct percentile? I, I think I'm at ninety percent. Hey, so, hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. We just said we don't fact check. Oh, we yeah, don't stat true. check. We don't do any of that, my man. I don't know who who you're talking to, Duke. You're asking me about you're asking me about your percentages and your numbers, my man. Yo, my man, I don't I, know who. What the fuck? Where where your head's at, man? Listen, yo, I'm usually right. Okay, but just hold your head, Duke. Don't don't be asking me about your numbers <laughs> and all that fly shit. Ah, uh, yes. Um. The world is upside down. There's so much going on. The political correct police, the, the holier than now. I'm going to tie this all together. Yeah, I don't like that. Me neither. I don't like the holier than now. Right. I don't like the holier than now because who amongst us hasn't creeped around, hasn't done something that they're not proud of, hasn't said yep. something that if, if, if put on Twitter wouldn't get them lambasted and start trending around the right. world. As much as I hate the scumbags and the shitbags, I know who I am. And I don't judge other people for being scumbags. Well, I kind of do. But uh, the, 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 the point is, is that a Saturday Night Live writer uh, wrote a, a fucked up tweet about uh, the president's son. Kids, yeah. Yeah. You, you, well, I don't say women and kids, but kids are definitely off, yeah. off limits. There's- this, no this, funny with that. This, this chick who, who works for uh, Saturday Night Live, uh, she's a writer. It'll probably be good for her, her, her career. Because um, she, she tweeted, Barron, Barron Trump, will be the, this country's first homeschooled shooter. It triggered <laughs> a flood uh, of controversy. Um, I, now she's suspended indefinitely. Now let me tell you what's going to happen with her career. Mm-hmm. This woman, Katie Rich, who's a writer. I don't know if she's a talented writer. Obviously, she works for Saturday Night Live. She's no slouch. But this is what's going to happen. In Hollywood, this is exactly what will happen. Oh, we have a meeting later on. Who with? 
Katie Rich. Who's that? You remember the girl who 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 did the tweet uh, about Baron Trump? Uh, she worked on Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah. Well, she's coming in to pitch us something. Oh yeah. I can't wait to talk to her about it. Mm-hmm. It it'll be it'll be good for her career because it'll open doors, mm-hmm. and then she'll she'll go in, yeah. in there, and then the, in the meetings they'll say. What, what was that all about? And she'll tell about it, and then she'll tell about all the, the backlash and all the stuff that happened with it, and then they'll bond over that, and then they'll say, so what are you here to pitch? She'll soften them up with this great story, and Katie Rich will be just fine. Absolutely. Hollywood, Hollywood will embrace Katie Rich, and Katie Rich will be just fine. She, she, her career will be just fine. She'll be back writing on Saturday Night Live, and she will be taking meetings in the offseason <laughs> of Saturday Night Live and be doing just fine. And you'll hear about her selling a movie to a big studio ASAP. That's right. the way things she, work. She that's that's the political correct police. Uh, 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 and that's the way things work in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings me back to the political correct police, which is, I think, how I got on this little rant here that I'm on. Also, with Saturday Night Live, this weekend, a comedian, talented comedian, Aziz Ansari, I think that's the way you pronounce his name, and I'm not being sarcastic. As Aziz Ansari, the comedian, you know, everybody knows him. He did his monologue, you know, he, he, he's real outspoken. He, well, he likes to oh, be really? provocative. He said, uh, 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 he, he basically, he said, Donald Trump is basically the Chris Brown of politics. And make America great again is his... These hoes ain't loyal. And Chris Brown, <laughs> who obviously has had his troubles, you know, he beat up Rihanna, who I'm sure yeah. he he regrets it the most. Okay? If somebody does something bad, you know, he's had his troubles. This kid's suffering and all yeah. this shit. But Aziz and Zari, who the fuck do you think you are? Well, why are you dragging him through the mud? Well, who are you to talk about him? So then Chris Brown said, tell Aladdin to get off my dick. Yeah, I like that comeback. I, I like that too. And then they'll be like, ooh, that's racially insensitive. Yo, you popping shit, I'm going to pop shit back. Now, this is the thing. Again, obviously nobody supports beating, beating women, okay? This guy has obviously suffered. You see all the trouble he, he, he's, he has and all the trouble that surrounds him. He, he's definitely, you know, dealing with some shit. And dealing with his own personal demons. But Azizans are right. you. You are one of these holier-than-thou, politically correct police. This little fuck, Mr. Racial, Mr. He's like Mr. Provocative. He's like, oh, the brown people this. And on the show. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah, he's, he's always talking about the brown people. And, and, and I get that. He's, you know, he tries to be racially provocative. He is racially provocative. He's good. And, you know, there's, you know, I think he, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's Indian, you know, and he, he's, you know, there's, that's a large population and he's brought that voice into the main culture and all that shit is good. And I said this once and I say it again. If you watch his show, Masters of None, and maybe right. in the second season, this show on Netflix, which is highly touted, maybe in the okay. second season, they might have changed it up. And I know if they changed it up, they heard the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast. Aziz okay. Ansari, Mr. Brown person, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Race. Mr. Brown. No, yeah. that's what he always says. He refers to himself as that. I'm just re- copying what he says. Oh. M- M- Mr. fucking racially provocative, Mr. fucking, right. you know, button pusher, politically correct judger. Has never seen a white girl he hasn't liked. Mm. This guy 
Every single girl on his show that he's with, white girls. Where the you Indians never at? saw a white girl you didn't like, did you, Mr. Brown guy? Where's the Indians at? Where they at? W- right. Mr. Brown. Where's Mr. Mrs. Brown? Brown. Mr. Mr. Racially, the, the, the racial coalition. Mr. Yeah, Judging but- Chris Brown. Now, when Chris Brown sees you, who's about 6'4", and you're about 5'6", and he punches you in your face or drop kicks you in your forehead, yeah. then you're going to be upset. Right. Then, then you're going to be upset. You're wearing your little tight suits and all that. Thing. Mister, I never saw a white girl I didn't like. Where are the Indian girls? There's some bad ones out there. They no, they're, they're, he's not doing that on his show. It's only white oh. girls. Oh, he don't want no Indians. He don't no, want Mrs. Brown. No, but Brown. he wants to point oh. fingers about all the racial injustices on TV and this show this and that show that. Fuck right. you, you little politically correct fuck you. I'm not I'm saying in- he's not funny. I'm not saying he's not talented. And I'm not saying his voice isn't warranted. But you are not holier than them. These people, they, they get a form and a platform and they get this, this, this fame and they think that their shit doesn't stink. Word. I love Bill Maher. I love Bill Maher. I love his show. I've known Bill Maher since I was a kid coming out to Los Angeles. I love his his show on HBO. It's fantastic. It's needed. Hell yeah. He, you know, and obviously he's very, 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 very smart with politics and he's provocative. He was talking about Donald Trump and, and, and the pussy grabbing comment. Like he doesn't say shit like that. Bill Maher... Is, is a notorious pussy hound. Oh, he's a stick man. I don't know if he's a stick man. There's a difference between a stick man and a pussy hound. Oh. We all know that Trump is Trump and all that shit. But the, the thing that he said about the pussy grabbing, if you think, I've said this once, I've said this before, if you think men do not talk about this and, and talk in these ways in the privacy of their own home, their own fucking cars, when they're having beers, when they're texting each other. Don't fool yourself. Mm. Do not fool yourself, people. Don't, listen, I'm not letting, saying Trump shouldn't be held accountable, okay, because he's running for president. But 99.9% of the other men, and I'm talking about from teenagers to fucking 90-year-old guys in the old age home, they talk that same kind of shit. And women talk the same kind of shit, sexually provocative shit, about men. Right. So why, why are they so up in arms? Because he's running for president. That's the big difference. And, and, and that's a reason to be up in arms. Because your president, again, should be better than you are. Your president should be better than me. I don't want the fucking president to be speaking the same way that I am. Okay? Well, but I'm just saying in terms of the judgment and the holier than now and the politically correct mm-hmm. uh, police and the like, I've never done that. I wouldn't do that. I'm, I'm for everybody. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm you know, I don't, I don't judge anybody. Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, Get I'm the just- fuck out out of here i'm so fucking sick and tired of it you know where we stand on the trump and all that shit but as far as this overall general holier than now i'm so this i'm so that get the fuck out of here if you think men don't say even worse than trump when they're bullshitting amongst other men you're out of your mind do not be fooled into thinking that and do not try to act like you don't talk that way when you're talking to your homeboys when you're talking shit about women and, and I know women 
talk the same sort of way in their language about men and cocks and balls and pussies. And his dick was big. His dick was small. His balls. He came. Mm -hmm. He didn't come. He couldn't fuck me. He couldn't get Mm -hmm. it up. He couldn't eat. You do the same thing. I hate to use that kind of language here on the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, but let's not try to act like we're so much better than everybody else. Again, I don't excuse Trump's shit. The motherfucker is the president of the United States. This is the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. It's a big difference. Yeah, that's how, I mean, people are starting to, uh, like, trick, uh, trick themselves into believing, like, oh, I don't know anyone who speaks like that. Yo, we all speak like that behind closed doors with our friends, bullshitting around. You know, it's not, it's not serious. It's just to make each other laugh. It's whatever you could say. But... They're right. It's the president, but this is not a, a a usual polished politician. So what you're looking at is a regular dude, kind of. You know what I'm saying? So he's not going to be the same, which is refreshing. Uh, yes. Be careful. Be fucking careful. It's. It, it, <laughs> what, what do you mean? It's refreshing. <laughs> I knew. Yeah. People, you know, didn't want the regular. Politician speak the 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 you know this is a regular guy sorta of. that's why he won because he's not going to be polished you're not going to see Obama you're not going to see Clinton the uh with, with you know the savvy politician this this guy's going to come straight out and tell you whether you like it or not you know what I'm saying like in in his way of speaking and which is very direct right so so this is what resonated with. His supporters like, yo, this guy tells it like it is. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I was thinking a lot about like his supporters. And aside from the sentiment that he put out, the racial sentiment, I think that there's a lot of people that are. And I don't mean this in a derogatory way. And I'm not meaning in a judgment. People are desperate. He was like the desperate vote. Like people feeling desperate, like people are feeling desperate. People are feeling scared. People are feeling frustrated. And some people were like, fuck it. I'm going to vote for him. So I'm trying to get in the in the mindset of the majority of the people that voted for him. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that that's a lot of it. You know, these angry, out of work, white people, white women who voted him in. I want to stay off the Trump shit. We're, we're going yeah. to double back to that. The, the point of it is, Aziz and Zari, if I were you, I'd keep, I'd keep Chris Brown's name out your mouth. Yeah, where them Indian girls at, man? Put them yeah. on the show. Put them I'm on an the Indian show. Feminist. I'm, Put a, a, I'm an Indian woman feminist. I want to see more Indian women on that fucking show. Yeah, why all you doing is chasing these little white girls on your show? Word. You, you get to America, sicko. that's all you want. That's it. You little fucking sicko. That guy never seen a white girl he didn't like. Boy, oh boy, man. Yeah. Any, any, anyone. Oh, no, he loves them. He loves them. Except, except for Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz, uh, uh, Lenny Kravitz' daughter, that's like, because, yeah. you know, like she's light-skinned, she's kind of cool, she's, she's black. That, that She's right. like the fucking, the sort of, like, for a guy like that, like, that's like the dream girl. Like, he's like, oh, it's black. Zoe Kravitz. Shout out to Zoe Kravitz. I love her. Word, word. Yo, and the final thing I'm going to say about Aziz and Zari is this. You go up on Saturday Night Live, you, as a brown person, as a person of color, and what's your big punchline to your joke? Shitting on another person of color. 
shitting on a black dude in front of an all-white audience. Because you know there's barely any black people in the live audience at Saturday Night Live. I've been there. They show it on TV. So you're some, some sucker shit. You go up on there as a, as a, as a brown man, and you're, you're trying to make points, and you're racially this. And what do you do? You do the most sucker shit, and you insult another brown man. You're a fucking clown. You're a hypocrite, and you're holier than thou. Get off your fucking high horse, you politically correct little prick. Don't let anyone put you on lock with subscriptions or contracts. Voodoo, V-U-D-U, is free to join, own, or rent only what you want to watch. Don't leave the couch to get a movie. Rent or own over 100,000 titles in up to 4K UHD directly from most smart TVs, Blu-ray players, or streaming devices, and iOS and Android devices watch thousands of titles with limited commercials on Voodoo. That's freaking free movies anytime, anywhere you want. Fat in your pockets, not the cable companies. Get your favorite TV shows by the episode or by the season. Own or rent only what you want and forget the rest. Take control of your entertainment on Vudu. V-U-D-U. Watch anytime, anywhere on most of your favorite mobile devices, smart TVs, streaming devices, and more. Get the iOS or Android app. Get the ability to download owned and rented titles, watching full 1080p, purchase Blu-ray or DVDs, in-app, and much more at Vudu. V-U-D-U. I love this app. Saving me money, saving me time. Watch what you want now on Vudu. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So obviously the the women's march. First of all, there was the protesters <laughs> during the inauguration. Yeah, the uh, the white guilt riots of 2017. <laughs> That's what we're calling yeah. them. The, the, yeah. During the inauguration, the, the the white guilt riots of 2017. It was a fucking joke. Guys were breaking up Starbucks. <laughs> Way to go, assholes! Way to fucking go. You're breaking up Starbucks windows, and it's out there like they're playing kick the can with the cops. Yeah. They're playing yeah, fucking hide-and-go-seek with the police. Way to go. You're real fucking world changers. I, I seen I seen a guy light a firecracker and run. Yeah. Way to fucking go. That, that's really going to fucking stop. That's really going to stop people in their tracks. They don't even know how to riot. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. But that'll go down as the white guilt riots of 2017. It was it was a real half-ass shit show of a riot. Why are you throwing things at the police? And how are you able to throw? You, you see the difference in riot, right? Uh, how they deal with them? You I, in a black riot? I dare you to throw something at the fucking cops, right? <laughs> you see how things are treated different? How those things are viewed? They didn't call them thugs. They didn't call them animals. But when it's a black uh, 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 insurrection. <laughs> then you see all those adjectives thrown at them. I didn't see that one time, and they they destroyed a Starbucks. Oh, they 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 destroyed a Starbucks. They did more <laughs> than that. They caused some destruction. They're like dragging newspaper things into the street. These guys were a fucking joke. What yeah. a fucking joke. And why are you so mad? Like like my man D. Treasy said. 
Didn't I thought there was? A, I was under the impression that there was an election. These people didn't vote. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. That, that 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 riot was was a fucking joke. Now I don't condone violence. I hate violence. But we right. talked about the Mr. White nationalist Richard Spencer earlier. Yeah. In a podcast, Mr. Mr. Irony and the, the, the alt-right guy, and he talks about, you know, what, why are they throwing up the Nazi salute? And he said, oh, it's because there's an, a sense of exuberance. There's a sense of <laughs> irony at these things. Mr., you know, the guy Richard Spencer's been all over the fucking news. The one, one good thing, and I want to give a shout-out to the guy who snuffed Richard Spencer. That's yeah, the one that good work. thing that I saw come out of the, the, the white guilt riots of 2016. Mr. Richard Spencer... With his haircut and his little fucking, he got his little Nazi haircut, and, and he's mm. like a real fucking hip. He's like he's like a hipster, uh, fascist fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, somebody walked up to him while he was doing an interview and snuffed him. Now I noticed right, yeah. after he got snuffed, uh, there was no Nazi salute. There was no uh, get back here, like yo, let's shoot joints. There was no yeah. nothing. None of that. And, and I, again, I don't condone violence, but Richard Spencer will be fine. He didn't get beat up. He didn't get stomped out. He got punched in his fucking face. He didn't even go down. He'll live. Yeah, but He'll he gave live. him that work. He gave him that work. He gave him that work real quick, and it was a white dude. And now, now the alt-right put a bounty on the head of the attacker who punched Richard Spencer. Why you need to put a bounty on him? Why didn't Richard Spencer just deal with him? It was one dude. Right, one-on-one. Shoot a fair one with him. Undo your tie. Take off your little button. Right. Put out the challenge. Yo, the dude that snuffed me, yo, I'm over here. Let's go at it. Period. That's Do it. Do it for charity. Yeah. Well, well, well why you put KKK out? You want to put a bounty out for his head? For what? You had a chance. He snuffed you. You should have been like, oh, okay. You should have took your jack. Then people yep. have been like, yo, I fuck with Richard Spencer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. If Richard Spencer would have took off his, his tie, took off his little sweater, took off his little blazer, and been like, yo, what you want to do? And he, he was out there chest naked, ready to fight money? Yeah, it would be good. People would have been like, yo, the all right is about that life. But you're yeah, pussy. They, you're pussy, yep. Richard Spencer. You got snuffed and you fucking scurried up the street. Yeah, you don't you, want it. You, you didn't do shit. You told, well, why didn't you put up the Nazi salute? And did you think it was ironic... When he punched you in the face. Another thing that happened at the Women's March, which completely dominated in size. I don't care what, we, we, we all know this. I don't want to go over the, the stuff that we, don't know, we, we, we already know. Millions of people marched on Saturday, the Women's March, protesting all sorts of things. It definitely was a powerful, powerful day. Powerful protest. I'm still... Genuinely not sure what the short-term goal of it was, but I totally I support the march. I support all the women that were out there. I support the men that supported the women. I was actually working. It was, I was watching it on the news, listening to it on the radio. I'm glad it happened. It's a historical event. Again, I truly don't know, other than for the protest, for protest sake, you could say you're ignorant, Mike. Please explain it to me. I'm open. I like to learn these things. I don't know yeah. what the short-term goal of the march right. was. That being said, I totally support it. See, you have to paraphrase that because then people will be like, you're an asshole. You don't support them. I said I support the march. I just said I don't understand it truly. And I guarantee you a lot of those women don't understand it truly. Like, what are we trying to do here? I, I get right. the big picture, but I'm talking like the short term. 
That being said, I'm going to say it one more time. I totally support the march. My niece was out there. My sister was out there. They were on the front lines. Yeah, I saw it. And it it, it looked like a lot of anti-Trump uh, sentiment was in the crowd. And my thing was uh, nothing was taken from these people. Nothing, no rights were taken away. No, none of that. So I, I, I support the march as well. But my thing is results. Well, well you know what I'm saying? Like it, he's already the president and I saw a lot of anti-Trump uh, uh, postage signage and everything. I mean, I think it's time to move on. If, if that's what it's about, anti-Trump, this and that. He's in there. His administration is in there. They got the helm. It's on them. And this is what it is now. I want to double back to that because I do believe that the pressure is going to get to him and it already is getting to him. And I do believe his ego uh, uh, and not being liked, because I think he was under the impression that everybody liked him. You, you, you have to, if, you, if you're Trump and you're that cabinet, you, 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 you have to sit back and be like, God damn, like we're really not liked. So I I believe that because I was listening to my man Keith Olbermann and he was saying one of the things to do is 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 keep that pressure on him. Keep showing that you're not happy, whether it's tweeting, whether it's marching. And I do believe that if you are not happy, you need to you need to keep your feet on the gas because uh, I'm going to get to it later because in two or three days into his cabinet, two things have happened that that to me are I was like, oh, shit, they really did this shit with the abortion and with the um, the Dakota Access Pipeline, which they halted with the protest, and he signed an executive action to advance construction on it. That's two days into it. Mm-hmm. So he's Campaign like, yo, promises. fuck you. He's going out of his way to be like, yo, fuck your protest. That's, yeah. that's, that's real. Yeah. But, but back to the march on Saturday, last week. Again, a lot of powerful speakers, a lot of powerful signs, a lot of powerful presence. Madonna, what the fuck is you doing? (laughs) See, this is when keeping it real goes wrong. This is when you start to think you're holier than now. Yeah, because you sing a couple of little ditties. You sing a couple of little... First of all, she was fully clothed. Why didn't you show up to the Women's March in the same outfit that you showed up to about six weeks ago with your fake ass, literally your fake ass hanging out? Right. You didn't think it was appropriate to wear that. So she was fully clothed and yep. obviously was cold. But, but you didn't show up to the Women's March with, with, that, with that newly anointed rubber ass for that. Because you got to put on the airs like you, you're so pro-women. But when you're out there with the fake ass hanging out, th- that wasn't right. appropriate for the Women's but March. I get that. It, it, isn't that pro-women being, having, being yourself? I, I get it. I, I, it is. <laughs> It is. I, I understand. I'm just asking, why didn't she come out with the rubber ass during the, the Women's March? That's all I'm asking. Yes. That's what I want to know, too. Okay. Um, but one of the things she said, and this is on, on record, she said, amongst other things, and I'm not, I'm not taking that out of context. She said, obviously, a lot of powerful things. You know, she, you know, choose love, all this stuff. She, but she said, I have thought a lot about blowing up the White House. She said this in front of half a million people. I have thought a lot about blowing up the White House, but I realized what would that do? Now, when you get a visit from the FBI and the CIA and they come, they come to your crib, don't go on Twitter. Don't start complaining. Don't be like, why are you bothering me? Don't you have better things to do? You're making a threat. 
Yeah. She's now she defended herself by spoken a metaphor. You didn't speak in a metaphor. Yeah, you uh, you dreaming of blowing up. So you dreaming about she killing She didn't even say dreaming. She said I've thought a lot about. She killing said I thought about a lot about blowing blowing up the White House, and now she's saying I'm not a violent person. I do not uh, promote uh, violence. Well, why'd you say that? Right. You are. You 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 are your thoughts. Yo. <laughs> when, when, when they show up at your crib, and then I don't want the the, the, the people saying, oh, leave Madonna alone. No, 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 no. No. This is a powerful woman. This is a rich woman. She can organize a revolt. She has yeah. that kind of power to organize a revolt. They should investigate her ass. That's a dumb thing for anybody to say. Right. At, the, at the women's march where you're talking about... Uh, Empowering and 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 keeping their rights and everything. You don't know what and, kind of crazy people you out there you can right. you can put an impression on. Like I told her before, why don't you just get the fuck off the stage? <laughs> <laughs> just get the fuck off the stage. You a senior citizen. The I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast is sponsored by Casper Mattress, an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. You could try a Casper mattress for 100 nights risk-free in your home. If you do not love it, they will pick it up and refund you everything. With over 20,000 reviews online and an average of 4.8 stars, Casper is quickly becoming the Internet's most popular mattress. They have sheets. They have pillows. They even have doggy beds. Go to Casper.com. Save $50 towards any mattress purchased by visiting www.casper.com forward slash Rappaport. Use the promo code Rappaport. Try a Casper mattress 100 nights risk-free in your home. If you don't love it, they will pick it up and refund you everything. Go to www.casper.com forward slash Rappaport. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. The Oscars, the nominations came out. I'm going to walk you through this here. The nominations. I'm going to make my predictions and tell you how this is going to go down. So the movie La La Land, starring Ryan Gosling, uh, directed by uh, the director of Whiplash, talented young director, also uh, wrote, co-wrote that film, Ten Clover Lane. This guy's obviously talented. This this guy's a young, this guy's a young gun. Can't pronounce right. his, his last name right, but Chazelle or Damien Chazelle or Chazelle. I'm saying I'm trying to say your name right because I want to work with you because I fuck with you. Okay. Um, he directed La La Land. I'm going to keep it 100%. I went in the theaters to see La La Land. And, and I'm not going to say it's not a good movie. But for me, me and my wife, we walked out. Now, you might say, <laughs> why you walk out? Because, first of all, I, I should have never went. I don't fuck, with, I don't fuck with, uh, with musicals and all that shit. Now, yeah. Aziz and Zari... I'm going to tie it back to him. He's complained openly about this movie because he's like, it's about jazz and there's no black people in it. My man, my man, my man. Who the oh, fuck is it, you? You are Blakey, motherfucker? <laughs> what it is? If, if, if that's the case, then I'm with my man uh, Aziz. No, it's not about jazz. It's about a jazz pianist. It's not about the history of jazz. It's a, this story oh. about this man and this woman 
in okay. L.A. It doesn't take place. It's not about like the 50s and the fucking, you know, in the bebop era. Okay. <laughs> it's about a jazz pianist now. It's not about the history of jazz. It's just about this man and this woman. There are black people in the film, but it's a white dude and a white woman. But the story is the story. It's not about the history of jazz. It's about an actress and a pianist. They fall in love. All right. You want to make a movie about jazz that has an old, quote-unquote, brown cast, Aziz and Zari? <laughs> Mr. Fucking, Mr. Mr. Fucking Dizzy Gillespie, fucking, uh, he's probably like, yeah, I listen to jazz all the time. I love Thelonious <laughs> Monk. Yeah. I love Duke yeah. Ellington. He's so great. <laughs> anyway, this, this film, um, La La Land, which I walked out of, it doesn't mean it's not a good film. Is it's a musical. It's a very niche film. It was not for me and my wife on that particular night. Ryan Gosling is a great actor. Emma Stone is a great actress, and the director, Damien Chazelle, who directed Whiplash, which I really liked, is very, very, very talented. Fourteen nomination. It's it's a record. I'm gonna tell you how things are gonna go. Best Picture nominations came out: Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water. Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, which I loved, Manchester by the Sea, which I loved, Moonlight, which I loved, Fences, which I also loved. The winner will be La La Land. The winner will be La La Land. Best actress category. That's just going to happen. I don't agree with it. For me, it should be Moonlight. You walked out of it, and you say it's going to win Best Picture. Why I, listen, do you say such a thing? The reason why I'm, I'm telling you what's going to win, because, because yeah. just like last year when we were talking about the Oscars and the Oscars so white and there was no black nominations, this year there actually happened to be a lot of, uh, I think it was a record number of uh, uh, African-American uh, directors, writers, and actresses. It was a, I think this was a record year for that. <laughs> it has nothing to do with it. It has to do with the politics of it. Okay. It has to do with the politics of it. That's why you can't take these wards literally. So what's the politics about it? I, I, uh, that, I, the politics are about it is, is that it's, 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 it's ran, you know, it's sort of an old sort of, um, it, it, the Academy itself, although they've, 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 they've done a great, a great amount of work in the last year, but it's only been one year to diversify the voters, to diversify, um, you know, uh, the amount of people that are in it. To make mm-hmm. it younger, to not just okay. be old, you know, white people. They've right. done a lot to diversify it. The protests last year, I think, did help. They made people a little bit more conscious of it. And there was some great shit, um, okay. um, but, you know, starring, uh, you know, black people. You know, Hidden Figures, you know, Kevin Costner's in it, but it's a black film. You right. know, it, it, it's, it's the majority of, of the actors and actresses in it are, are black people. And it is just a good year for, for black cinema. Moonlight is a fucking great movie. Obviously, Fences, Denzel, he, he's, he's cross-cultural. This is a black yeah. man. The greatest actor alive is a black man. But Denzel yeah. Washington supersedes all that shit. But he is black, a black man first. He will be the first to tell you that. Am I correct? Am I speaking out of turn, Moody? No, no, that's right. Because, you know, sometimes when I say this shit, I, I start to think, who are you to say that? I'm just kicking my truth, my point of view, and what my comfort level is. Yeah, Although Denzel yeah. Washington is a movie star, he is Denzel Washington, a black man from, 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 from where, where is Mount he from? Vernon. Mount, Mount Money Vernon. Money-making Mount Vernon. Yeah. Before all that. So it was just a good year. That's good, man. That's good. I'm glad, I'm glad they changed up the, 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 the staff. 
Yeah, no, diversi- they, they diversified yeah. it. And also it was just a good year for, for, for films that had a lot of black, black actors and, and actresses and directors because the dude who did Moonlight is a fucking beast. Best Actress, the overrated Meryl Streep was nominated for her 20th time. Mm. She should thank Donald Trump for the nomination because I swear to God, I don't think she was going to get nominated if it wasn't for all that hoopla. <laughs> I, I swear oh, to God, not that she wasn't warranted. I just, I think that, they, I think there's some other people that could have gotten nominated, but I swear to God, since he called her overrated, it pushed her over the top. No bullshit. Oh, that's the politics you I just think people about. are like, oh, really? We're going to nominate her again, you fuck. So yeah. Meryl Streep for Florence Foster Jenkins, excellent again. Emma Stone for La La Land, not my cup of tea, but Emma Stone is a great actress, good young actress. Natalie Portman, my, my homegirl since Beautiful Girls for Jackie. I did not love that film. I liked her performance. Ruth Negga, black actress, new actress on the scene. I'm sure she's been pounding away for years, but this is, this is her, her coming out. If you don't know uh, Ruth Negga and you didn't see Loving, this is a black woman. Isabel Hubert for L. My prediction, Mel Street. Yeah? She's oh, going to yeah. win. It, it, yeah. It's like they're going to vote for her just to spite Donald Trump, just to make him fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. might be they're wrong gonna... on that, but that's my prediction, is that it'll be, yeah. it'll be Meryl Streep. If, not, if it's not Meryl Streep, it'll be Emma Stone for La La Land. Best actor, Casey Affleck. There's a big hoopla because Casey Affleck has deal, dealt with some sexual uh, aggravation. I don't know, not sexual aggravation, um... I don't, I don't even want to bring this shit up, man, because they're just, it, it's like now, like everything you do, your whole past, your, your whole card is is just pulled up, you know, and I'm not even going to fucking shit on him for that because there's, you're, you, you'll see it's going to catch what storm. What he did? Mel, Mel Gibson, oh. Uh, he was nominated too, and now they're like, eh, this is the Academy Awards, man. This isn't about the, the, if they didn't get arrested, they're not in jail. This is about the films that came out this year, man. It's about their work. Period. It's not. It's not a character uh, Oscar. Like you know, it's not. It's about his work, right? I, and he you know, didn't go to yeah. jail. Whatever his indiscretions was, he didn't go to jail. Now they say, well, the dude who did um, um, the film uh, Birth of a Nation, he got railroaded. Yes, he got railroaded. His shit also. I don't. I don't want to get into it. I want to do my <laughs> predictions. Yeah, the, the main the factor is the, the, there's one factor. He he's black. That's he, why he was railroaded. Plus, you know, he got into some other shit. So of course it's his for him it's going to be different. That's, Absolutely, we can't. We can't I, you cannot leave the race factor out of these things and expect to come away with a with an explanation of things. I, I totally agree. I just wanted to make my predictions, and we'll, we'll get into that. I totally agree. I totally agree with you, one hundred and fifty percent. G Moody, last name rhymes with duty. I just want to make yeah. my predictions and try to stay away from the goddamn controversy over every fucking thing, man. I can't even Word. do the goddamn I am rap poor stereo podcast without having a good time anymore. Got to worry about <laughs> getting arrested by the politically correct police and Aziz no, Ansari. No. no, it's a new administration, and I'm falling in line with the non-political correctness. That's okay. what it's about now. Okay. Just want to make my predictions. Casey Affleck, Manchester by the Sea, excellent performance. Mm. Dark, riveting, emotional, excellent performance. Andrew Garfield, Hacksaw Rig, directed by Mel Gibson, very strong performance. Ryan Gosling, very, very good performance. La La Land, very good actor. Viggo Mortensen, this is a film that a lot of people didn't see. Captain Fantastic, you should see it. If you're a parent, you should see it. The great Viggo Mortensen, you know who he is. 
excellent. <laughs> I've loved him since he was in the Sean Penn movie. Um, what the fuck was the name of it? Jesus Christ, that he directed. Who? Indian Runner. And, of course, Denzel Washington Fences. It's like, I, I, we talked about Fences earlier. Denzel is the only actor, the only actor who I can say, you might as well not put anybody else on screen because you're just going to watch him. I don't know what it is. Yeah, he got something. He just got <laughs> some sort of magnetic charisma. He's got yeah. the gift. He has the skill set. He's got the charisma. He's got the talent. He's got the tools. He's got the desire. Yeah. He's a fucking beast. Yeah. My prediction he- for best actor, who will win best actor? This is not necessarily who I want, but I think he totally deserves it in this because like you, like I said, I said who will win best film. I'm just telling you for the Academy Awards, not who I want. Best actor will go to Casey Affleck, Manchester by the Sea. Oh, okay. You know these things. Best supporting actress, Viola Davis, Fences. Mm-hmm. Naomi Harris, Moonlight, black actress. Nicole Kidman, Lion, Octavia Spencer, Hidden Fences, Michelle Williams, Manchester by the Sea. Two black women. Wait, no, three black women. Wow. Yo, three black women are best supporting actress. That's got to be unprecedented before. Yeah. Wow. Yo, that's fucking crazy. See, that's good. That's good. But that's because of the... uh, the, the flack that they gave. And also, it was a good year. Viola's going to get it whether the, the flack or not. And Mo- I, I don't agree. I, I mean, I think the, I don't agree. Hidden you Fences, don't? you're going to get nominations. I'm not saying the flack was bad. I'm just That's saying that I think next year could be a different kind of year. You see, it, to me, it doesn't necessarily have to do with... You can't just nominate an Asian person, a Jewish person, an Indian person, and a Puerto Rican just to diversify it. It's right. based it's on be... the work that year. And yeah, like I said, right. this year was a good year for black film, black actresses, black filmmakers. Okay. Next year might not be the same. And then that's when Aziz going to come out. Where, 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 where the Indian films at? Yeah, right. And he's going to say it. He's going to show up there with a white girl wearing a Gucci dress. Hell yeah. <laughs> Winner for Best Supporting Actress will go to Michelle Williams' Manchester by the Sea. That's okay. my prediction. All right? I'm not going to do the whole, the whole lineup. Best Director will go to Barry Jenkins' Moonlight. The nominees are Damien Chazelle. I got to get this guy's name right. I'm going to kiss his ass and try to work with him. La La Land. Mel Gibson, Hacksaw Ridge. Barry Jenkins' Moonlight. Kenneth Lonergan, Manchester by the Sea. And Dennis Villeneuve. Arrival, the winner will be Barry Jenkins, Moonlight. I believe he will be the first African-American director to ever win Best Director. Now you say, Damn. how can Best Director and Best Picture be different? It's the Oscars. I- I'm not trying to put total logic into it. I'm just telling you who I think will win the awards. I'm not going to do the rest of the-, the awards. Best Screenplay, Best Animated Feature Film, Best Cinematography. I'll save that for later. Yeah. What else, Moody? We've been rocking here. For I got. Oh, I want to say one more thing. Sorry, before we go forward on Mel Gibson, uh, he 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 just welcomed baby number nine. We need to consider this guy one of the great great stickmen of all time. His nine fucking kids. He's sixty one. Yeah, he said some sucker shit, man. Oh, so some, I don't so, know. I, I, this I'm yeah. I'm separating church and state. Can you deny yeah. the man as a fantastic coxman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to do more research. On his whole style. Okay, okay. I just was putting it out there. 
Um, anyway, okay. go ahead, Moody. Um, I want to get some help for Pac-Man Jones. I think he has a, 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 a CTE because he seems uh, predisposed to get into trouble. Pac-Man Jones of the Cincinnati uh, Bengals. Yep. But he's uh, been in trouble his whole – I don't agree. You, you think it's the concussions and the football? He's been doing this shit since he came in the league. Yeah, but they've been banging heads for 30 years prior to getting in the league. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm going to disagree with you. I think Pac-Man Jones is just – I think he's hard-headed, and I think he, he, was, he was doing so well for so long – these last few years, and he sort of became a mentor to younger younger players. He just got arrested, told the cops, "I hope you die." It's all yeah. on on audio tape. Uh, they, this it, might be the end of his career. Yeah, he might um, be. Banned. And, and I hate to see it because he was really starting to turn it around, and he was starting to become a um, a mentor a to guy. younger players. And he's the type of dude that I think could be a very good mentor to younger players. Yeah. This, this one might, might send them out to pasture. Yeah. Um, we usually don't do it in this order. I'm going to close the show with a sick fuck of the week. Miles Davis, uh, producer, along with Jordan Winter, please cue the sick fuck of the week music. This award is earned, not given. It's called the sick fuck of the week. This guy's really sick. Lock him up. How could you do it? Don't let him out. Damn. You fucked the dog? You what? You fucked the dog? Why would you fuck the dog? Why would you fuck your girlfriend's dog? What? Sick fuck. The sick fuck of the week. It's earned. Earned. Not given. You did what? No. 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 Yes. Yes. The sick fuck of the week is an award that is earned, not given. Earned. Not Given. Uh, Sky Samuel, Columbus, Mississippi, surrendered to police Monday morning. She was charged with intentionally serving contaminated food at Jack's restaurant in Columbus, Mississippi. The teen co-worker told her mother that she smears her menstruation blood and saliva on cheeseburgers when she was handing it to customers in a drive-thru. This is a young girl. She's obviously fucking nuts. Congratulations. You're the sick fuck of the week. <laughs> why, why don't you... Why would you do that? You put your menstruation blood... Damn. And spit Yo. on a cheeseburger, and then you serve it to people? You sick fuck... Yo. You, we're only doing one sick fuck of the week. Yeah. I don't know how you're going to top that. That is disturbing. I'm never going to a drive-thru anywhere ever again. Thank you, Sky Juliet Samuel of Columbus, Mississippi. Yeah, forget that drive-thru, man. Damn. What about my man uh, from uh, Mexico that got the 19-inch loaf? He said he's on disability and he's looking to come to America to get into porn, which is something I said prior that he should try to be like a freak show because he's, he's like, I can't do anything. The women don't want, you know, but you could get you could be a, a prop in a, in, a, in a porn. And he said he wants to do that. Did, 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 I hope the people, the I am right. You could look it up. There's some new video surfaced of this guy. It, it's actually sad. He's walking around with this 
bat dick. Club. Yeah, it's, it's a like club. A, his his yeah. back is his back is out of whack. Uh, apparently, this. How much did they say that that, that his piece weighs? Damn, I think like fifteen pounds. Or so he's shit. got like a fifteen pound dick. He Damn. got a cast on his shit, and he, he keeps ace bandages and all that. It's it, it's not dope. It's actually really sad. Yeah, he said he he, he bandages it, it up so it doesn't scrape. <laughs> Jesus. He's like Cyclops walking around. Yeah. Yo, he doesn't need a gun or any or or, or or anything. God forbid someone tried to rob him. Yo, he could he could use his dick literally as a weapon. Yeah. It's like a fucking bat. He could fucking bat somebody with that thing. Uh, I hope I hope he finds his way. Uh, I'm sure he could find his way in porn. Um, real niche. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, really exotic porn. All right, this is the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. We, we, we rock. There's so many things we left out. We're going to be back later in the week. We rock on and on till the break of dawn. We don't fact check. We don't alternate fact check. And we don't give any alternate fucks. This is the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. Rate, review, and give iTunes hell. I don't know why they don't show the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast love. Rate, review, and give us love on iTunes. We're like David and Goliath here. Yeah. This is yeah. the best podcast in the world. We can't get real true blue love on iTunes. Rate, review, show them the business on iTunes. Wrap a pack, all you people out there. Do it as many times as you want. Break their balls. See, I am yes. Rapport Serial Podcast. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. The Gringo Mandingo. Yeah. What's your name? G. Monetti. G. Moody. Last name Last rhymes name. with duty. <laughs> and uh, we're out. Peace. Peace.